No, I am not the plug. You ready? Mm-hmm. So welcome to our first episode. Uh, 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 not a girl episode. You know, Peach. <laughs> People don't know that they're not supposed to say the first annual. And they're supposed to say not. <laughs> <laughs> People like welcome to the first annual weekly episode of <laughs> like it's no I it made me think of like a um like what, a, a, a roller rink a barbecue or like the first annual Pete's spades and hot wing tournament <laughs> the first annual all white and jeans what that that's that's not a okay <laughs> that's that's that a you just thing? named two things right but they. So Guyanese people, they do a lot of white and denim. Welcome to the first White animal. and denim or white denim? White and denim. This is the white and denim boat ride. This is the denim boat ride. This is the white all white boat ride. And then we have white and denim. It's very specific. So yeah. I think I'll pass. So welcome to the... I think I won't join you. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the inaugural episode of Incense Papers. I am the Nazi Empress. Pap- oh, I'm Incense, yeah. Yeah, and I'm Peach, and I'm Papers. Your Papers. Yeah. And how are you feeling today, Peach? I'm high. <laughs> Listen, and I am not. I'm high on life. <laughs> and cookies, and brown bread from from, uh, from a cheesecake right there. We'll get to that. So, yeah, people, this is this is it. <laughs> this, is, this is it. I don't know what you came here for, but this is what you're going to get. Okay. So, let's get to our first segment. So, our first segment, we're going to walk you guys through all of the things that we do on this show, which you can expect every week, and what the vibes are going to be like. And so, our first segment is called Get It Out. Get It Out. And I don't know why she insists on singing. I don't know why I'm singing. I don't know why you're singing. I think I'm really happy today. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. The first first segment (laughs) is called Get It Out. And this is where we release whatever we need to release before we get to whatever the business is. Um, so you go, Peach. What you got to release? What you got to get out? Bro, okay. <laughs> so you know my family has been taking COVID pretty seriously yeah. since the start, you know. Pretty yes. seriously. From the beginning. Yeah, and none of us have gotten COVID over the past two years. Um, it's so. been two years. Yeah, over the past two years, none of we've all been pretty cool, um, and so I have a coworker who, and I'm not gonna bad mouth him, but I'm just gonna lay out the facts. You can do what you will. He ain't coming to work on a Thursday, and it was like, okay, he said he's sick, he's not coming in. <laughs> in the middle of the night, going into Friday, he sends an email saying he had COVID. Now I was out on Friday because I was sick, so I didn't see the email until Monday. I see the email I'm sending in my office and I see somebody walk by and I'm like, did I just see this man after I just read his email? <laughs> he just found out he had COVID. So it had, hadn't even been three days. But why was he there? It hadn't been three days since he tested positive. But why, I don't know. Why didn't somebody send him home? So, so, so I see him. I sent the email. I was like, did you get a negative test? Did you get a negative you know, test before you came back to work? And he was like, no. Mm. So I'm going home. I'm going home. Uh Mm Uh-huh. 
the the five days from the CDC is bullshit, but okay. That's, he said that with such confidence. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking my ass home. And my mommy came and got me. And did that's anyone, that on that. Did you reply all to this email? Or yes, like, I did. I did. And he did. But did he the, told me... He told me from down the hallway that he didn't get a test. He didn't send an email. Hmm. So I called my previous supervisor and told her, I was like, am I tripping? Because sometimes when people do things, they seem a little crazy. So it hadn't even been the five days. It hadn't even been the five days. So if you want to go by that, you still in here risking our lives. So I was like, am I tripping? Because the day before, I had to ask myself, was I tripping? Because I went to Publix and I got some eggs and a man opened the egg carton after he rang them up and started fingering all of my eggs. <laughs> I do not want those eggs. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not want those. And I got in the car with my sister and I was like, am I tripping? <laughs> or, or was that like immensely uncalled for? So... I know. He was figuring all my and the visual I got just was not close. And then the, he was like, "Well, a guy came through, and you know, he had a broken egg. He should have checked his fucking eggs." You now sound like my touching mom. Up my eggs. Just fingering all my eggs. I mean, which people you do run that? I just want to talk about this egg thing real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, the image. You do run the. You, you do, do run, run the risk. risk of people but touching here's the that thing. Egg, but don't do it where I can see it, bro. But here's the thing: you could open it, you could jiggle them all, you know. But also, I pick the eggs. If there's a broken egg after I leave here, it's my fault because I didn't check the eggs. And another grown man's <laughs> inability to check his eggs at the grocery store is not my problem. Okay, so back to work. So I take my ass home and then I work from home. And then the next day, that night, my sister's like, as I go yes. home to my house, she was like, you're not going to work tomorrow. So the next day, I, I definitely shame. worked from home. And then we worked at a schedule where I'm there half the week, he's there the other half of the week. We do not have to interact. And when we Why is the, he still going? I don't know. He got the, the, that day the director told him to go get a test, but she never sent him home. Can I just say something? So. Even if, even if you don't have the vid, if you're asymptomatic, right? Like, you still deserve rest. You don't want to just be at the house for 10 days. And you, and it's just And like, call out from work because you would get the pass. Like, you don't want to just be at the crib chilling. Like, I've had the vid. I can tell y'all that. I, I caught the vid. It's not gonorrhea. You know, I caught the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I, caught the, I caught the spicy thing. <laughs> and I was pretty much asymptomatic, except for the dizziness and the confusion, which is people don't talk about that part of COVID a lot or enough, in my opinion. Because that was the one thing I never expected mm. to be like dizzy or confused. And then I saw something, somebody post something about COVID and it was a thing. And yeah. I work from home. Like I'm full tech, right? So we work fully remote. And I'm still not coming in. I'm still <laughs> not going to work. I still put in these. And you know what I did too? On top of that, I put in, I sent it to HR of this tech remote environment in which I work, which I could, I could be hammering on those keys because I'm at home, right? But I still emailed HR and was like, oh, I went through our COVID policy. And I, I too, here's the paperwork that says I have it. I too shall not be working. So that when you know when I'm using this unlimited PTO, right? And I'm putting in these two weeks of time. This ain't vacation. I am under the weather. So don't let me hear y'all come back and be like, oh, sis, just mm-mm, mm-mm, those last two weeks, I had COVID. Here's the documentation. Here's the email. 
Because you know what I did deserve? Rest. For two weeks. Yeah. For two weeks. So yeah, that's what I had. That that's what I had that's to get That's fucking out. wild. And he should take his black ass. Is he black? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That was that was intense. But no, he's not. I am sorry. Okay, so what do you have to get out? I'm sorry, I took up a lot of your time. Um, you know, I thought I had so much, but today's been really joyous day, so I'm gonna be petty. <laughs> I would like to get out this brown bread situation. <laughs> Cheesecake factory. What the fuck? We don't want the white sourdough that's toasted <laughs> too hard, where the butter cracks and gets into the nooks and crannies, and not in a good way. Because, you know, English muffins is all about nooks and crannies. And you know what happens with English muffins? The bread, the, the butter melts into those nooks and those crannies. And it's very soft. It's delicious. It's salty. You bite into it. You dust your fingers off the little dust that go on top of the English muffin. You keep pushing. You know what that doesn't happen with? The sourdough you continue to give us. Cheesecake to the factory. No one wants it, bro. Do you know what? When, you, when your servers come back to the table, and if <laughs> niggas are feeling bold enough, <laughs> they're going to ask for more bread. Like I do. I'm bold. And I was telling her, i be like, yo, server at Cheesecake Factory, I don't want the white stuff. Bring me the brown stuff every time. And they'll be like, oh, but you, no, 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 I don't want it. I wonder if they fight in the back. I don't, to you To get know? their tables more brown bread. Right. So when I be like, can I get a refill? And you see the white, I don't want that. Don't bring me that. Bring me the shit that tastes like God herself baked it in an oven. And she ever so gently sprinkled mm-hmm. those oats on the outside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And she ever so gently molded that bread, right? Mm-hmm. Made sure there was no crusty, dusty stuff Getting on real it. intense in here. Right? <laughs> and she made sure that <laughs> you couldn't do it. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> that it smelled like progress and hopes <laughs> and dreams and remnants that someday... That when we as humans on this earth... Oh my God, it is fucking bread. That it is bread. <laughs> no, you just ate the bread from Publix. <laughs> you don't even have a recent experience in the Cheesecake Factory. It's just right. bread. <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's my get it out <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want the white bread don't give me that sourdough is nasty unless on cheat like unless it's I don't like sourdough on my, with my french toast people do that I don't like that don't even give me sourdough like oh it's like a grilled cheese or something that makes sense like I think people eat it on like when they eat Reuben sandwiches come on sourdough or like a cheat like a isn't that rye is that oh, rye they use sourdough I guess but it's rye I don't want no sourdough bread. That's my get it out. That's going to help me focus and realign with what we're doing here today. Okay, so now we're here for the busy streets. That's what we call. Well, okay, this name isn't permanent because I don't really know if I like it anymore. But that's what we're going to call the main topic, right? So, Peach, you had a topic. Let's okay. chat. So, um, firstly, the high might begin to me. Firstly, okay, I am in love. With how sassy Elmo is. That's the first thing. <laughs> which is going to lead us into here. Okay, so TikTok and how... So we're going to talk essentially about influencer culture. And whatever, you have a friend who's a businesswoman. Content creator. Yeah. So here's the thing. When it comes to TikTok, 
I see it as you have to post daily to stay relevant for the people who follow you, right? And to build your Oh, client. I didn't know that. It's, yeah, like people who post daily, their follower count grows because they're being seen on the For You page as it goes through every day. And then you have some people who are posting three times a day. So essentially like mini vlogs every day. Oh. And posting or they're filming when they do, um, when they make their craft or whatever it is. But to be continuously growing, right? Uh, it seems like you gotta post daily. And are all these people influencers technically, or is this just like just in general? Well, okay. So the 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 whole idea around influencing seems to be changing, because if you get ten on take, it's, let's take TikTok for example. You get ten thousand followers, then you can be added to the TikTok Creator Fund. Okay. Which you hear mixed things like, once I got in the fund. My views dropped to half, and from then on, um, I didn't have as much visibility or whatever, right? Yeah, 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 I'm listening. So, but after you get 10, then then you get more and more and more and more and more, right? And then you get to work with brands, or brands start to work with you and reach out with you. And you have a lot of people on TikTok who also are like, not a lot, but you have people on TikTok who are like, I've worked on the brand side of influencer management. Here's the things to look for. And each content creator, and I want to say little because there's so many people, each person who is creating content on a regular basis that can get brands or whatever, right? They're doing their own contracts and let's say work for an agency or work under right. an agency. But each creator is a contract here and a contract here and a contract here. But you have to give up so much of your time. It's kind of like when people do the whole life vlog YouTube. Yeah. Gives up so much of your time and so much of what you do that, like, you share yourself. And so I was wanting to talk about, like, the effect that, like, um, influencer, like, parents and influencer, just people in relationships and stuff. Like, the risk of how much of your relationship and how much of your children you're willing to share. And, like, what that's going to look like. Because when you think about the mommy bloggers from the early aughts, like, life happens so quickly. I don't yeah. understand how... You've got so many bloggable moments moments that are just natural. Yo, let me let me stop right there because I just made my TikTok premiere lightly, very mm-hmm. lightly. I've been trying to figure out how I want to show up in that space. Um, and I have the general idea of what I want to do, but I used to think that when I was promoting it myself or like my company, that I would need to do it a certain kind of way. And that is exhausting. It yeah. Is, it is exhausting. And when you ask, like, how much of your life you have to sacrifice. I remember, I don't know if you know this movie, but it's a movie called Julie, Julie and Julia. It's this movie from, like, the early 2000s where this girl, which happened in real life. It was, a, it was based on a real story where this woman named Julie cooked through, took a year, cooked through and blogged her way through a Julia Stiles cookbook. And she was just blogging on the internet. Right? She's making one recipe a day for a year. Mm-hmm. Or trying to get through all the books. So she, I think she's like 500 recipes in a year. Um, and Homegirl, in the movie, Homegirl and her man was arguing. He moved out. At, not he didn't move out, but he like left and went to go stay at his office. Like, she would burn uh, um, uh, a roast and then be like, oh, my followers or my, you know, my readers need that. They're counting on me. And she had like a full meltdown. And I like to believe that shit is true. 
And not for nothing, even with me figuring out what I wanted to do before I got to this place of like easeful, I'm not going to give into that system. I found myself overwhelmed if I didn't, if I made like a reel or something that didn't do something. Mm-hmm. Like I would always look for what it didn't do versus like what it did for me as the person who's creating it and having fun with it. And so like, I think people's lives are falling apart personally. Like there has to be some degree of fall apart. It's to the point that like you have accounts that are like, what will this influencer name their baby? Like it's like, she's going to have her baby soon. What do we think she's going to name her baby? Like it's like mini Olympics. I don't like that. Here. That makes me itch. Like I'm itching now and I wasn't itching before. <laughs> nah, for real. Because like, even with me, like, and I'm, and I'm a really public person. But I think I'm more public when I'm in, in person with people. Like, I'm so conscious of like how much of my life I share. Of my real mm-hmm. life. Not just of my gifts and my talents, but like my real life. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because I don't ever think for a second that anybody gets to like, Speak on anything that I do. But they do. But they but they but they will. They will. They will. Right? Not that they should or they or whatever. Because I don't comment on things. I don't comment on things on regular things. Like yeah. I don't even go on Instagram and comment on people's posts. That's odd to yeah. me. Yeah. So I don't I only I, I've only like done like 10 comments on TikTok. But that's about it. Because the, it's weird. It's weird to have notifications on content that I didn't create. You know what's funny? It's it's, yeah. it's weird to have for to see comments that are like 250.4 thousand likes. And it's like, you didn't even create the content. You just put a sentence on there. And this isn't Twitter. You just put a sentence. Yeah, like it's weird. But I just think about like, we talk about the effects of a lot of things. Like even down to like being in COVID and the effects of like, how children are learning yeah. and how they have learned yeah. how that's going to be, how that's going to affect them in the future. So like, cause like some of these kids are, haven't been socialized. Like they didn't get to nope. be in school. They didn't get to be in daycare, you know, nope. little things yeah. like that. So I wonder like what all this is going to look like, or like how celebrities kids sometimes are like hyper celebrated Everybody's gonna be well, like, we don't know them. dumb as hell and emotional, <laughs> emotionally imbalanced. I mean, because what else? Especially because people aren't responsible with the things that they tune their attention to. And you know, I'd be all about law of attraction. I'd be a lot about a lot of spiritual shit. But let's just go with this one for right now, <laughs> right? Like that, what you turn your attention to is that which grows. And if you consume influencer culture without intention. Right? Literally, you're consuming not not what the people are putting out. Because I follow some people that do some things. But you're following the people over the message or the enjoyment yeah, or the music or the sound or whatever. You're not intentional about that which you fish your attention to. It can easily turn into you devaluing yourself. Right? Misunderstanding your own emotions. Misunderstanding your own thoughts. Adapting thoughts that aren't original, that mm-hmm. aren't yours. People do it all the time. Caveat, right? To niggas who steal <laughs> memes and then post it as if they were the original person that made it. Like, have you seen people that like, well, you don't really be on Facebook. So people will... No, caveat from there. Facebook is a terrible, terrible place. So I used to think that Twitter <laughs> was a terrible, terrible place. And Twitter is still a terrible, 
terrible place. Satan's asshole is all through there. See, but Facebook, Twitter, they can use big words. Facebook, they are dumb. And Facebook is where people take those like really deep quotes like, uh, I don't know. And then they like post like as if it's an original thought of theirs. Like Twitter, you can reshare like a meme mm-hmm. or whatever and just be like, oh, this is cute. I mean, you can do it on Facebook too, but some people are like taking those thoughts and be like, I'm the one that said a nigga and like boo hoo likes. And I'd be like, first of all, bro, I, like I have a cut. Mm. It's about to be real life in here. Breaking news. (laughs) If you see your girl at a basketball game, just know. (laughs) Big bong. (laughs) You see these dogs in your front yard? (laughs) Just know upstairs. Go on. Yo, Ariana Grande, what's up, mama? I miss you. Come take a ride on the cyclo. I miss you. You know. (laughs) Yo, cause... Mm, mm. Tyler Perry's today, when he, like, when he would be on plays, (laughs) when he would, like, start giving messages, and then Tyler would take... He'd be like, "Mm, mm, I'm in this dress. I'm in this dress, okay? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I know of people who I have legit seen the meme with the quote, the jokey joke, right? Making its way on the internet with the black background with the white text. <laughs> maybe maybe an at Twitter or whoever originated the thought. I have seen that thing happen. And then I've known people who have taken that exact meme and posted that stats on Facebook without the image to make it as if it was their original thought. And I have been like, bro, you know we know, right? Like, they don't know that you know. No, they know we know, but that's the original but they thought do part. It. Okay, back to these influencers. Yeah, I just think people just be out here sad and not having original thoughts. Yeah, it's just interesting to like see people, and I don't really have, I don't really know anybody personally who's attempted to be an influencer of any sort. Do you remember that boy? Remember, you might not have, but I feel like when we was in school, I remember this being a thing. There was this guy or girl, this person, who stayed in the apartment this whole time and just photoshopped themselves in random places. And mm-hmm. for like a year, and like everybody would just thought, they thought he was like this. They thought they, I don't know what, what gender the person was, but they thought this person was world traveling. And they Do I like, know this person? No, no, no. This is not a real, like, I don't know this person. I just remember the article coming out. About how about the dangers of social media and how it can make you compare yourself to people by accident and then you end up depressed and sad. So I figured that out because I would follow people and I would be like, I don't like you. Yeah. Like, I don't like the content you put out. Like I'm jealous of I'm like low key, like jealous of this yeah. life that you put on the internet. And so I went on a massive, massive like I'm following spree of like, oh, I don't actually like you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Like that's important, right? Like, because... And now my social is boring. But it's not going to be for long. Because of what I'm about, oh, I'm about to say. I started intentionally following things that make me feel good. So I'm looking at these little vacations. Like, I, I follow pages about vacations. So, like, these cute little hotels or my house decor. 
And people don't understand that, yes, influencer culture is a thing, but it doesn't have to consume you. You can literally just create a feed that feels and yeah. sounds and, and tastes and smells good to you and treats you well. And people don't think about that. And, and, and it's because we're not conditioned to think like that. Like, consume, consume, consume. What the Kardashians doing? What's Nicki Minaj doing? I want all of them to do nothing. I would I don't like. Want... I would like. I would like your homegirl, Nikki. <laughs> I would like. Her. I don't know what she's doing now. I have no idea. I'm I don't I'm follow glad. her. I'm glad. But I was talking to my sister one day, and she said something about Nikki, and I was like, you know what? I want to go back to that winter where she had her hair braided up in a big ass ponytail, <laughs> and she did not get on social media, Mm-mm. and she looked happy. That was the first I dated a man. McNeil? Is that what you with McNeil? I don't know. It was a long time ago. It mm. was before Kenneth. I didn't. I don't. Mm, don't say that name. Like it was before. Man, man <laughs> it was before her husband. It was before. It was way before that. It was and before that man that is the father of her child. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna elevate him with the word husband. Like. <laughs> okay. That her partner. Her chosen. No. The, Her, the, but she chose it. The hood nigga she but kicks she, it with on the weekend. <laughs> but she the nigga that just like a Jimmy Jazz uh, <laughs> mannequin. Mannequin. Okay, but she chose it. Or for all my New Yorkers, he just like a Vim mannequin. Remember V I M? I don't know if they had. Did you? Did y'all have Vim in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Okay, Vim is a hood store. It doesn't matter. If you're from New York, <laughs> you know what Vim is. Okay, that's what her, that's what that man she kicks it with on the weekend, dressed like. <laughs> I don't know where to go after her, but what we are going to go is TV shows that make us feel good. Ooh. Okay. So, the one I want to talk about, and I want to make you watch an episode of it, it's called Southside. And it's on HBO Max, oh and it was a Comedy Central show, and then HBO Max picked it up. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go in there, and we're going to watch it in a minute. But I want you to see it because, like, it's a it's a Comedy Central show, right? So mm-hmm. you, you know they're that type of comedy on a sitcom, right? Or, like, a show. But it's about the south side of Chicago. And it's just, like, low-key refreshing mm-hmm. to, like, see... See your jokes on TV? Yeah, and, like, see, your see things, Chicago, yeah. like, talking about, like, little things. Like, talking about Miles Sauce or, like... Um, oh, what is the other thing that they... They had an episode about stepping and, like... Yeah. I... Chicago, yeah. Chicagoans speak very specifically. <laughs> Y'all's language is fun. It'd be like, won't, won't, da, 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 da. Like, it's a lot of sounds. It's so many. It's so, and New York has a lot of sounds too, but your sounds sound foreign to me. Like, my ears, my well seasoned New York ears be like, hmm, hmm. It's in the Midwest. It's like, in the Midwest. It's not, it's not a judgmental hmm. It just be like, hmm. <laughs> Intr- like, my baby does this. He'd be like, hmm. Rub the chin. He does, yes. Mm. Mm. That's what happens. See, I don't think Chicagoans have, and I don't have a Chicago accent. You don't have an accent. It's specific sounds and things that y'all say. (laughs) Okay, yes. There are words that you say that be like, are you from Chicago? Where are you from? Like town. What is that? A towel. A towel. No, 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 no. You know how... um. What's that boy who be rapping from Chicago? Chance. Right. You know how he'll get on there and be like, ah, ah, <laughs> don't mean nothing to me, right? But I've heard other Chicago <laughs> niggas make sounds like that. That's what I'm talking about. 
it's just interesting to like see because I don't see much of you see a lot of LA you see some of Atlanta like when Atlanta came out you got to see like I don't know if they use Bowen Homes but you get to see Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. and it was fun to see Chicago and not like Cubs Chicago like or... South Side Chicago <laughs> shut them up Chicago they you do hear the gunshots okay, <laughs> I mean, but no, you but do, like, but it's a part of it's a part of not dying in the street and the show ain't about niggas dying. In the street. No, it's not. That's it's not about, about. It's not about drugs. It's about like two guys just trying to who, make who it. live their life. Yeah, who regular? Yeah. Okay, shows that make us feel good. Did it have to be black shows? No. Would you prefer it was a black show? Don't care. I mean, this is an oldie but a goodie. I watch this whole series at least once a year, at bare minimum a year. A different world. That's a black show. Yeah. Oh, were you? I thought you were not gonna. I wasn't it. gonna say it, but it came to my <laughs> mind. I was like, let me just say it. I watched that whole series at least once a year, from beginning to the end, where they're going to Japan. Every like at least. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know, seen different world. I have seen a different world, but in case I nah. I forgot they went to Japan at the nah, end. Niggas have to know different how different world. It was ends. a joke. Oh. <laughs> Anyone listening to our show that's black, they know how different world ends. I forgot they went to Japan. Okay, what's another show that I like? So, Grand Crew on Ah, NBC. I have It is corny. I you, but Nicole Byer. Yeah. She's funny. She's who I... The brother, the brother, he got a lot going on. Did you see, did you watch past episode one? Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because you can see the changes they made from pilot yeah, yeah, yeah. to episode. Yeah, significant changes. Yeah. But the brother, the main character? He's the main character. Isn't he? Mm-hmm. I feel like all this shit is always about what he doing. And then it delves off to other people's lives. What happened in the third one? No, the third one was about the one I can't describe. He's not the round one or the married one. He's the single one. The big one? No. It's the other other one. There's four guys. There's the big one, the married one, the brother, and then that one. Oh, the other one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. I don't think there's a lot to, like, go on for you. The other one. The other one. The fit one. The fit one. Yeah, the fit one. The fit one. Yeah, yeah. Um, And sorry, I didn't mean to call you fat. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not fat. He just thick. He's thick. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's the thickest out of all, and he's also really tall. So he's thick, thick, thick. So, what are your mixed thoughts about this show? Oh, I don't like the brother. Oh, okay. And he centered so much that I'd be like, mm. "Can he stop talking?" Okay, so I didn't even really remember him in like the third episode <laughs> because they didn't focus on him. Mm. He spoiler alert. He gets his hair done, and everybody hates it, and so they ignore him. And they have all these little other different stories, but it's corny, but it's cute. Show mm. make us feel good. I haven't watched a lot of TV lately. I like Abbott's Elementary. I like that one too. Quinta, what's her name? Quinta. Quinta. Oh, I get that backwards. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I be. Gut busting, <laughs> laughing. Mm. A Jamie Foxx show. Dad, stop embarrassing me. 
on Netflix. Never. Oh my. Oh. That black man be woo. First of all, he's fine. Second of all, the Jamie Foxx show from when we were youths was fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's hilarious, and so it's like that because he does the same character. He switches into different characters, mm-hmm. but and they cuss him because on Netflix, so he gets to cuss. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is just amazing. Like, that show is, like, everything. He's so funny. Now, I haven't seen that one. And then it has David Allen Greer in it, pretending, paying his dad. Is it, has it been picked up again? Like, is it ongoing? Yeah, it's coming for a second season. Okay, good, good, yeah, good, yeah. Good, good. You always like to see that, right? Yeah. And David Allen Greer is so whatless in that show. Like, as a, as a grandpa, as a father, <laughs> he's just not good at it. You know? And it is hilarious. Like... <laughs> Any moment that he gets to put down his son or his daughter, he is doing it. And he's going for the... Mm, mm, mm. For the jugular. Like, and it is jokes. I mean, each joke just lands. So... Why are you pushing there? I'm going to... Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, it's been on for a year. But let me just tell y'all this one piece. He was like... There was one time, the second episode was about, like, the little girl not wanting to go to church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fucking David Allen was like, did baby say she hates Jesus? <laughs> and he was like cutting his chest. And he walked past that. He's all like, oh, you don't like Jesus. Oh my God. And I was like, that's not what she said. That's not, that's not at all what that's she said. That's what he heard. Listen. He is expressing to you. You know, that, that's good communication. Listen. Let me tell you what I heard. That may not have been what you said. But I'm going to tell you what I heard. And what I heard was. It's a feel good show. It's a feel good show. For real. I do have a white show that I like. Um, it's called Shrill on Hulu. Have you seen that? No, but I've heard of it. Oh, yeah. It's about this fat white girl. The girl she... from SNL. Is she from SNL? Don't, don't ask me. I don't know what white woman's from. I don't know this white woman. But let's just go with it. I think she is from SNL. She is just a fat woman being fat. Not even being fat. Just She's living. a fat woman just living her life. And mm-hmm. I'm here for it because it's really funny. <laughs> Like, it's significantly Yeah, fine. she's from SNL. Okay. A.D. Bryant. Sure. Does it show the black girl that's also on the cast? Because she has a best friend who's a black woman from London, and she is everything. She has been in something else I've seen. She, she, she is in Ghosts, which I fucking love. Let me see. So let me see. she, see what? Her face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Yes. So she is Kitty on BBC's Ghost, which is on HBO Max, and it is funny. Olola, Olola de Lolly. I hope she goes. I hope it's Lolly, not Loli, but Lolly. Okay. She. Oh, she's my height. Hey, girl. Can I do another spoiler? Because this joke was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I just watched season three. I'm on season three of this show. Okay. So her character, the black black girl's character, that their roommate. She in the writers' room, y'all. Listen. She, they're roommates, right? And so, uh, Lolly's character does hair inside the house that they live in. Lolly is in a relationship with a uh, white woman, right? Mm-hmm. Tall, beautiful, sexy white woman, right? And she does hair. And um, a client comes in <laughs> to... No, she's... I'll show you a picture of that girl. That girl's fine. The, a client comes in and it's a white woman with, like, blonde hair. And she's like, you know, Lolly's talking to her. She's like, so what do you want in your hair? How do you want your hairstyle? And no lie, this white girl pulled out a picture of Bob Marley and was like, like this, with the dreads. And so Bob was like, oh, like Bob Marley. And she was like, yeah. 
And she's like, oh, so you want dreadlocks? And the girl's like, yeah, I think that looks wicked on me. And so she's like trying to explain to her, like, oh, well, she's like, I can't do that for you. Uh, cultural appropriation is a thing. And the white girl's like, oh, yeah, I love culture. I went to Berlin and all my friends in Berlin had dreads. And the girl was like, Lolly was like, I bet. <laughs> right? And she was like, the girl to get it. And all you see is like, oh, homegirl was like, you know, I she like, Lolly's like, okay, you're not getting it. So I'm going to need you to go now. <laughs> and so her girlfriend comes out the room and her girlfriend's like, um, <laughs> she's like, what? You're not doing my hair? It's like, no, because you're not listening to the words coming out of my <laughs> mouth about your hair. And her girlfriend's like, yeah, um, I'm going to need, she packs the picture up, puts it in the girl purse. And she's like, I'm going to need you to leave now. I, <laughs> I just heat up some food and we hate you now. I just want to go back and eat. And the girl's like, no, I just want my hair. And she's like, mm, I heated up food and I can't eat it. And you hate you. Leave. So you have to leave. Thank you. Still not going to happen. It's still not. And it was like so nice to see because it's like, what's white woman? And it was just like, this show was everything. You would have loved that video from like 2020 of like this, this, this lady was getting her hair done by this mm-hmm. white woman. Mm-hmm. And she had foils in her hair. Mm. And she said something about the lady's assistant who was not white. She was like, with foils in her hair. You have to leave. Oh, yeah. You have to go. You have to go. You're yeah. going to make me leave with foils and all. You you got to go. You have to. Bye-bye. I hope you can rinse it out somewhere. You need to leave. But that, sh- that part of the show, that show is funny. She was like, yeah, we, we hate you now. <laughs> so you must leave. And so you must leave. You got to go. Can't, you can't. Go you got to go. But you can't stay here, my dog. Like, you can't stay here. <laughs> you must leave and it was everything to see this black woman in a relationship with this white woman who who got it yeah and who was just like oh my i've already heated up us some food my girl mm, no no i'm gonna show you the clip when we get off of this Mm-mm. you gotta go yeah <laughs> so that's have our you, episode no have you seen have you seen kim's convenience oh my fucking love that show <laughs> And then when his ass showed up at Shang Lee, I was like, yes, with your fine. I don't get along with my daddy ass. Like, I love that show. So I'm only in season three, only. two or three, where I'm at the part, where I'm at the point of the series where you're like, and like with me watching shows, I care too much about the characters. So you that need a like, break. I need a break. Because everything that happens to y'all, I feel a way. A different world, that was me. That's me. I have to, like, I watch it the whole thing every year, but I do take a week in between the biggest shit. Because I just, and I skip over Denise. I skip over Denise being on the show. Because I. That's all of season one. Right. So you don't watch the whole thing. I do. I do, and then when Denise on the screen, I kind of fast forward it because I know what's <gasps> going to happen because I don't like it. It makes me cringe, and it's not. Oh. I think it's good when she leaves. Continue though. Oh, kids' convenience. <laughs> what about the wedding part? Oh, girl, I I replay that episode. I go I go back. I go back every time. I'm like, what did he say? What did he say? Then please. <laughs> And you got like a Papa Pope. <laughs> I mean, we know his Papa Pope now, but back then he was uh, Byron. Oh my God. He was Byron. <laughs> you got like a Papa Pope with his fine ass. So he's fine back then. I mean, Papa Pope. Pope, Pope he's fine now. He's fine now. Okay, with that little gut. I just be like looking at his little stomach and how well it sits in his okay. pants. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think. And this might go on. In- All right, hear me, hear me good. Here's the thing. 
we talk about, you know, finding older men or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We're all the bald ones, right? Because if I want a partner, right? And I want that part, like, let's say you want a partner for the point of having kids, right? But you know the whole thing about bald dads. They give you whatever you want. Yeah. Where are you supposed to find them if y'all, if nobody is bald anymore? What happened to all the bald people? These niggas is bald. They just wear caps and hide them in the beards. They go so to because... work. They go to work. They go to work. <laughs> they go to work. So behind the beard and the cap, you think that there's hair under there. No. Yes. Well, I don't go out. That's so how it works. Yeah, you don't know. And I don't date either. So. You don't know. I'm not trying to tell I you. I just had that thought of like, what mm-hmm. about, like you talk about girls with bald daddies. They're yeah. spoiled. They get whatever they want. I was one of them. But where my daddy isn't bald, but he wears know? a nice crispy little cut. <laughs> where, where the where he and my dad like kind of like lotions and moisturizing his head. Oh yeah, so yeah. a nice, but he got mm-hmm. her. He got hard. It's just then you're nice. not a part of the bald daddy squad. I'm spoiled. Child. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a thermos in school. A thermos. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Like. Why did you have a thermos? I had a thermos because my daddy would send me to school with hot lunch. And so I would go to lunch and I would... (laughs) (laughs) While the peasants were eating whatever the fuck cafeteria had, I would pull up my beautiful pink thermos and in there, twist that thing off. And inside the thermos would be anything from, you know, a nice cartoon character, mac and cheese... What is happening? Handmade by my father. <laughs> what is happening? With a chicken on the inside. Or my daddy's making sandwiches for school. Like everybody would get their sandwiches. Like, as sandwiches. Mm-mm, not my father, not my father. Mm-mm. He would put the bread in a separate bag, the meat in the next bag. So you had to arrange your own sandwich. Because my father knows I don't, I don't mess with People say sandwiches come out wet. Because if it's sitting there all day and moist. Mm-mm. <laughs> My father would go and get the little packets of mayonnaise from like Kutcher. Oh my and god! And mustard, so we and nice and tightly wrapped together, and that would be my lunch. Oh, so my daddy isn't bold, but when he would come through with the Wendy's, don't let, don't let my daddy come through with the Wendy's. In the south, they let y'all come in the building. My father, as the tough Guyanese black man that he is, <laughs> let somebody tell him no. What are they gonna say? Yeah, that was a thing. I don't know how to get through. I don't know how to get around it now. But if my parent needed, if my daddy needed to get to me, he gonna get to yeah, me. Whatever. But now they don't even let you in the building or nothing. Well, it wasn't public school. Oh, you were in a private school. I was in private school for like. I was in technically public school my whole life. Ninety percent of my life, I was in private school. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, my I'm ninety. Yeah, I didn't go to private public school until I was in high school. That's less than ninety. Sis, we're doing math right now? <laughs> what are you calculating? College? What are we talking about? Well, you did go to a public... You went to a private school for... Wait, did you go to kindergarten and yes. preschool? With a uniform, sis. Eight plus two. Fourteen. Seventy percent. <sighs> and I didn't even calculate because you went to a public institution. How did we get here? Bald daddies. (laughs) 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 
Okay, for my section. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So here is the um, whatever. Like cannabis is not legal everywhere and use it. Nope, this needs to be professional. Oh, turn that off. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Cannabis is not legal everywhere and users need to be 21 and up. I'm not a licensed or trained cannabis instructor, just a gal with a lighter. And with that being said, let's get into it. Okay. So this is how I want to start my piece. Um, I have a clip from earlier today. I was like, oh, I'm just going to record a little something. Maybe we can use it in the podcast, you know, trying to be like, <laughs> like a thing, right? And this is what happened. Hey, this is a little clip for the podcast. So I didn't wait on her and I just came out here and started. <laughs> <laughs> and that scream is by yours truly. And so my dog came outside to find me. He must have spotted me but not known it was me. He's not bright. And he comes barreling down the hill at me. And that is when I realized my fight or flight is death. It's just because like, I hadn't even smoked yet. And I was like, if that had been a wild animal, like, let it's illogical, but like a tiger, mm -hmm. I'm dead. I'm not even I, I'm not even hiding behind the crate like. This is not Jurassic Park. This is Tiger King unleashed on meth. So that was that. And I immediately started cackling. Today I am, today, mm, words, ooh, it's gotten to me. Um, so today, I mean, the section is called paper, so you can definitely get your papers on. And in the light of paper, people at home open this bag of hot Cheetos. <laughs> I am um, not high, by the way. I just want some hot Cheetos. Continue. Yeah, because we got all the snackies in here. So today I am, um, or have smoked a Dutch treat. Um... And it is, well, it was a pre-roll. And so um, on the internet, it says it is crossed with northern lights and haze. And it's supposed to make you feel uplifted and relax the mind. Smells like sweet fruits, pine and eucalyptus trees. I don't know. It's not, it didn't smell too <laughs> anything to me. And it didn't taste too nothing to me. So that's always pretty good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think it's pretty chill. I think it's pretty cool. And that's what I'm on. And, <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. And, and also... And we're out of here. <laughs> I want some chimes for, like, this section. <laughs> or, like, the sound of, like, I don't know, wind. Okay, okay y'all. This is the incense segment. Um, 
hot chicken from the hot. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm not too impressed or whatever. Um, your thing, your your person, all things spurt, spurt, spurt. Um, and so what I had for you guys is niggas need to journal. <clears throat> That's your tip of the day from the incense segment. Like journal. You have real thoughts and feelings that are like taking a mad space inside your head and your body. And you have to release it. And so if you are if you're a person of color, especially black people, if you don't have a journal, get one. It's not just for play play. Like remember being in school and like your teachers, you know, you had like that little notebook in English class or whatever, like in elementary school or whatever, or homeroom, where you're like right write your feelings. That's a, that was a good practice. So bring it back. Channel your inner your inner self and just, you know, a few notes a day about how you're feeling, what you're thinking. We provide a lot of you niggas with so much clarity, so much higher vibes, so much higher intentions, just because you know what's happening inside your head. And then some of y'all won't be walking around hunchback and upset and angry and wanting to fight everybody. And so my incense reminder of the day, of the week, is to get a journal. Walmart has them. Target has them. Men, you can get one too. Ross, in the back of every Ross, for some reason, is an insane amount of art supplies and within that same, same amount of art supplies you can also find a shit ton of journals that look masculine look feminine look you know non-binary it's important that you people get really clear on how you feel on a regular basis with intention by releasing your thoughts on a piece of paper and you don't have to go back and look at it it don't have to be a nice neat handwriting it can be just whatever needs to come out let it come out. So, that's all I got. Da, 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 da. That's all, folks. <laughs> all right, so that brings us to the end of episode one. Um, yeah. Who are you? Peach. Tell us more about yourself, Peach. Oh, no. We're just ending that episode. <laughs> okay. Uh- Make sure no, I'm a, oh. <laughs> I guess I'm now a podcaster and artist out of um, Georgia. Yeah, and I am a life coach, spiritual coach, tarot reader. I sound like I'm kidding, but I'm dead serious. Um, and I'm based in Atlanta, from New York originally, Jamaican and Guyanese. So, there you go. Hope to see you guys next week. Bye. Deuces.